0: I'm home call, you stand in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? I'm home caught, you stand in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down?
2: They ain't believing me in the beginning. do wanna hang around
3: now, they see me winning. I'm home caught, you stand in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by none other than my brother, Master P, Rap Snacks, available in all stores nationwide. Actually, this is my favorite one right here, Master P, Icons, Rap Snacks. Go pick them up now. All right, what's up, world? What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. You know what it is. You know, got my partner. Ken in the back, my co-producer right there. Yes sir. Um man, today we yes, got sir. an amazing amazing guest. Everybody knows how I feel about this group. One of the he's a member of one of the greatest rap groups of all time. Legendary. No argument. Legendary, hands down. I don't care what they say, who they trying to compare him to. We got my yes. player partner, Grammy award winning artist Flesh and Bone. What's up my brother? Yes,
2: AKA is. Stack. <laughs> yes indeed mr Flesh and bone stacked the fifth dog bone thug himself in the house court thanks for having me i really appreciate you big bro man i hope yeah. everything's well
3: for sure brother i appreciate you making time man i know you got a hectic schedule and i appreciate you making the, the necessary concessions to sit down with me brother because you could have been anywhere in the world but you decided to be <laughs> here with big court well, you on know the every, holding court podcast every,
2: every Everybody better have a hectic sketch, hectic schedule learning how to be busy as hell, because if you ain't busy as hell, something's wrong. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. All but this is like, no, man, we out here having fun. And this is part of that whole process, bro. Yeah. I was looking forward to doing this one right here, man. I really was, man. I'm glad to have an opportunity to be with you on here today. I appreciate that, my brother. Love.
3: So, uh, man, I'm gonna jump right into it. I mean, of course, man, everybody knows yes. y'all story, but you know, Hey, we in a new generation, you know what I mean? And some yeah. of these kids oh, yes. was, you know, they wasn't even born when, when they know what we yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? So let's start from the That's beginning, bro. Where are you from?
2: Absolutely. Bone Thugs and Harmony. We reign from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, we come out of the early nineties into the mid nineties. We were some of the pioneering ones coming out of, uh, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, 1993, uh, rambunctious, uh, ambitious, um, 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 and, uh, and trying to explore our, 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 our overall goals of, uh, becoming, um, uh, musicians hip-hop artists rap artists mm-hmm. so um at uh, uh at mid-teens i was uh 18 when we took off by the time we met easy e well now let's drag it back Flesh. Old. let's
3: drag it back let's drag yeah. it back i want to start from the beginning so what was it like growing up yeah. and you know what i'm saying like i want to oh, go back man. to stanley stan before flesh let's oh, yeah. stanley house oh
2: man you're talking about you talking about something uh, even before as a kid like we decided to be to yeah. say say yeah what Even kind of kid was decided- Flesh?
3: What kind of kid was Flesh?
2: Man, Flesh was, Flesh was a, Flesh was a, uh, you know, Flesh was one of the mischievous, um, it, it always into something, always exploring. Uh, I was a, I was a, I was a kid that was, you know, I'd be the, I'd be the kid that just, just painting on the wall. I would be the one that, the parents walk in the room and you see this big-ass portrait on the wall. You dig what I'm saying? Because I had got a hold of two markers or some shit like yeah. that. And then, so you was artistic. You, know, I, I, you was
3: artistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I, I was I was the one that, you know, accidentally set fire to the to the to the to the upstairs closet because just because the lighters was there and they all look different when you when you sparkle so i just wanted you know i was i was one of those type of dudes not that i was bad it was just that if if the stuff is there for me to test and tamper with i was always into shit real bad real good and um and that was one of them things and even though we grew up and we grew up in the studio environment Mm -hmm. so my, my mom and my aunties and them i'm talking about toddlers two, three, four years old with my mom and them in bands and 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 stuff like that, and in studios and stuff like that. We would be into everything. I, w- I would touch everything, mm-hmm. especially like the drums and the, the keyboard or the microphone. I remember I used to get electric, but there, so something was wrong with the microphones back in the early mm-hmm. um, 80s. Because <laughs> when you grabbed the motherfucker the wrong way, it'll yeah. shock the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll literally electric your ass if you grab it the wrong way but i got hooked on that shit and i yeah. like getting no but i used you were singing it. so you were singing we back then or
3: rap? you wasn't rapping you were singing back then
2: huh I, no mostly just mostly just in into the harmony into, yeah. the, into the harmony and the singing because mm-hmm. t- like 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 my, my my mom and my aunties and uncles they had always uh used to do these little circles where they would get in a circle and mm-hmm. and they would sing and they would do these do um jingles and mm-hmm. shit like that and they would do that even when they weren't in the studio environment with the band and the guitar the drums and all mm-hmm. of that good stuff but we grew up in that environment and we grew up around talented individuals and that did other things as well carpentry electrician and 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 learning how to work. I i i have a traditional upbringing right i'm an army brat for one all okay. of my uncles played a major role in the military with respects to the army, Navy, air force, and Marines. My father was a Marine himself. You dig what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I have a true, 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 um, grounding and in, in what it is to be a Patriot, a, mm-hmm. a Patriot. I'm talking about, I grew up loving not only my family, but I grew up loving my country. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I can show you the pictures of the men in uniform that raised me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now on that note, um, a real solid upbringing. Mm-hmm. And um, these people were so, so talented. It rubbed off on us. And we were, mm-hmm. even before our first rap group, we were like 11, 12 years old. Who was in it was that called group? called the Band Aid Boys going yeah. out.
3: Who was in the group? Oh,
2: man, it was me. It was a group. It was me, little Lazy Bone. That we wasn't. It was Steve Beat at the time. Crazy Bone. His name was mm-hmm. Aunt D at the time. Yeah. It was a a a a a cool C. That's Wishbone at the time. You <laughs> know, Busy Bone didn't come into the picture yeah. and, until uh, the early nineties. But he, you know, at this time, you know, Busy, you know, Busy was, you know, is quite younger than all yeah. of us. He's about six, maybe about six years younger than I am yeah. right now. But at that time, you know, he was a real baby. He was a baby when I met him. He yeah. was like only 11, 12 years old when I first met Busy. But even at that time, it was still at the peak of of, oh. of of growing into what we were already created and destined to do with respect to music and, right. and and stuff of that nature. So, right. you know. It, so, it, lazy, it was, uh, Lazy's it, it your just, brother,
3: yeah. right? Lazy's your brother.
2: Well, yeah. yeah lazy's, lazy's uh, that's my blood brother. Your little brother. And
3: Wish is your yeah, cousin. Yeah, my little
2: brother. Wish is my, my cousin.
3: Uh-huh. He okay.
2: wishes my cousin mm-hmm. and, and a uh, crazy, crazy bone is like a long time family friend that we, mm-hmm. that we grew up together. Might as well be a brother.
3: Yeah, for sure. For sure. They one type shit. Y'all all from the same y'all. neighborhood.
2: Same hood. Yeah. Same, yep, hood. same hood, same block. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. And then busy came around a, a little, a few years later, I was like maybe in the ninth grade when I met busy. Mm hmm. And uh yeah, but you know, a very beautiful kid. He sang real good, and that's how he got his little introduction yeah. into uh the whole bone thug experience. But uh-huh. man, so it's it it it's it, it was uh it it's one of them things and I'm actually uh I'm actually writing a book about this thing, very dope topic right now. Dope. And uh because it's uh a, 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 we've had a few people come to the table and try to put a few a few blueprints together, but no better than to do it yourself to a mm-hmm. certain degree. So I'm working mm-hmm. on a, uh, uh, my own personal yeah. memoirs, just mm-hmm. my account mm-hmm. of my experience as a, yeah. a bone thug, not only bone thug member, but coming up in my family and and uh, expressing my own experience as yeah. a as a as a as a as a young man coming up and uh, uh, exploring and not only exploring but achieving his goals um, yeah. at against all odds. OK. And uh, did you play sports? I'm in those odds. Yeah. Did you play definitely sports? Definitely play sports. I was a, I was I was a track guy. I was a I was mm-hmm. a basketball, baseball dude. Mm-hmm. The homies tried to get me to play the football, but I thought that I, they was hitting mm-hmm. a little bit too hard when it came to the <laughs> to the homies. You know, I was cool ass and big homies and shit. And yeah. I, you know, I was you know, I wasn't that skinny, but I had big homies like 300 pounds. I wasn't felt like getting yeah. hit by the big homies like that. Like, yeah, nah, y'all not I not feel you. all
3: Yeah, niggas in the hood, man, them big niggas in the hood, dog, same thing with me, bro, I was athletic and shit, but that football shit, the niggas hit me like that Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: they was hitting hard, bro, I'm talking about helmets popping off uh Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster?
1: Oh, you mean like when you discover a
0: new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about?
1: I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips.
0: So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Uh,
2: Shoes popping off every time you get hit. But, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm cool, man. I'm going to stick to the baseball I'm going to stick the swing Hey, but I,
3: I always heard that you was super, that you was a natural athlete. I always heard you was super yeah. athletic back then. You was good absolutely. at basketball. You excelled at basketball, yeah. right? A- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Did, did you have dreams of I going to the NBA?
2: Well, sort of. Yep, mm-hmm. I sure did. Mm-hmm. I, I had dreams of kicking ass like Bruce. I, I still kick ass like Bruce Sleep to this day, though, but that's a top secret, though. Yeah. You <laughs> dig what I'm saying? No. <laughs> no, but I, you know, one of my, one of my, one of my, undisclosed uh, uh favorite sports was boxing. Yeah. And uh yeah. and uh and like the karate, I was real good with mm-hmm. my feet and hands. Mm-hmm. And man, I was I was I was I was I was giving them problems um court. I was giving them problems not only in the ring but in the streets as it you know, dealing yeah. with all that gangbanging shit. Yeah, yeah. Man, I was man that man, I was I was touching them bad, bro. I was on that fist fight, that UFC shit real tough, yeah. bro. I got it. You know, and I still try to work on it and everything, man. I swear to God, it's all good, though. Did
3: you, did you box golden gloves? On the who?
2: Did you box golden gloves? Well, no, I didn't. Um, no, I didn't go all the way mm-hmm. with it to that extent. Yeah. You did. Know you was I'm just saying.
3: scrapping. You was just I, in the street squabbling.
2: I was just scrapping. Yeah. And I was just sitting there training, too. I just training, scrapping and yeah. doing all that stuff. But I didn't go as far as to do. The um any of the the gloves or the yeah. golden gloves or anything like that, but yeah. man, that was one of my favorite sports, and about I'm glad it. it was.
3: Yeah, the thing about it, Stack. I oh the crazy thing is, I always heard over the years that you was the one to yeah. watch out for. You know what I'm saying? Out of all the bones, <laughs> they was like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, flesh that nigga yeah. crazy. That nigga flesh be he he. You know what I'm saying? He get on one that nigga stack turn yeah. up. <laughs>
2: yeah we try to well we try to we try we try to go there a little bit and that's the whole mm-hmm. thing about you can't be a pushover when you got stuff to do mm-hmm. you know you have things that you have a family to take care of you got brothers and mm-hmm. sisters siblings or mm-hmm. whatnot and, and mom and pops and shit to take care of you can't yeah. be no soft ass nigga real talk or you can't be a soft man when you got shit to do yeah you so, know what i'm saying you so gotta when deal, did, you so- got to get to the pay?
3: Yeah, so you so you playing sports, you playing basketball, you in high school. At what point did you, you know, what I'm saying, jump off the porch yeah. in the streets? What, what what point did you get street poison? I mean, you know, what was the streets? The streets has like?
2: always the streets has always been sort of the uh, the upbringing and a part of it that the the essence of it that came with it when it comes to the even with the rapping and stuff like that mm-hmm. because you would be dealing with the cats in the hood and streets and your bars wasn't straight. They you know you couldn't get in that circle. Mm-hmm. You dig? So you had to be dope all across the board you had to be sweet with the hands and sweet with the with the raps the lyrics and uh it was a lot of street the battle rapping that was going on you know just like how it was in new york in the hallways in brooklyn and in the bronx same thing and same way it was on saint Clair or 105 east 99th or remington mm-hmm. yeah. we was uh, re- we was literally in there in the streets you know with that roughness you know whatever the case may be dealing with the drugs and all of that stuff that came with the territory but we was on top top of our game when it came to the uh to the rhymes and shit Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you couldn't you know a nasty thing it was uh the the competitive edge was stitched into you real hard in the 90s or else you didn't make it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and no one it's it's like if you didn't have that heart to, uh, to a certain degree, you're not even going to, no one's, no, 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 you're not getting out of mm. there. It's quite different today. You know what I'm saying? You don't, then all you need is a, a, is, a is a, is a, is a, is a, plug-in to make you sound right. a certain way <laughs> right. and you're good. No, no, we didn't yeah. have plug-ins yeah. back in the early yeah. 90s. Yeah, nah, have nah. you had to get pool. that shit
3: right. You had to get that yeah, shit right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. We, we wrote, we wrote for bars for each other like that, but we didn't have uh, 10, 12 a laying around. Uh, uh, sparring over you know you know with 50 writers in the building you know what i'm saying to make one artist successful no man we didn't have all that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and this is why we still here and why you see so many artists come and go and only got six months oh he oh he was here he had one hit oh what happened to him oh, oh he he over there um trying to uh, trying to figure out um you know yeah because it wasn't real real. i don't knock these youngsters i don't knock these youngers i support them and i I commend them for for, i commend them for being brave enough to even sit up there and have a voice and say i have a voice i got something to say it takes a lot of man to do that
3: yeah so so what point what point did you get you know introduced to the streets of Cleveland like at what point did you you know what I'm saying right. did you start I know you was in school balling but at what point right. did you you know get get you know what I'm saying street poison right. where you actually started doing the shit you was doing that y'all was rapping about
2: right so the thing is is that like i say we kind of like grew up into the shit mm-hmm. i think it's more of a matter of a how uh, I tried to be able to create a way to get the hell out of the streets. Yeah. And that's how, what it was because um you had to grow up um uh, uh, knowing how to scrap. You had to grow up and dealing with that. You had to grow mm. up, you know, you know, I had family that was already in there running and ripping and running them streets. And we were yeah. already introduced to the streets, even as toddlers. Yeah, You dig what I'm saying? Even with the nuclear, that even with a nuclear family around me, yeah. it was already something that was introduced and that was right there. That's hardcore about Cleveland. That that came. That's a we were That's a part of my fabric. Yeah. It wasn't I was a clean cut and I was in and even with all of that. So on top of being uh, 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 an amazing student, Mm-hmm. And and that's what one of the things that, you know, the education mm-hmm. apart on top of being all sh- streetwise that mm-hmm. that that came naturally. Yeah. But I took advantage uh, and I had to break away and understand how to put up barriers when it comes to the streets to do yeah. my homework, yeah. to be studious, yeah, to have talking. a three point five grade grade average, yeah. to be able to even be uh, in uh, be able to go to college to one of the greatest liberal arts schools in America that teach you top down, uh, patriotism and love for country and all. You don't have schools like that. I was real yeah. fortunate. I'm real blessed. Which, which college did I you go to? Certain accent. Which college? I went to a school, uh, I went to a school in, uh, uh Meadville, Pennsylvania. Okay. Was, What'd uh, you major in? Uh, uh, um, uh, you wouldn't believe this, but I majored in political science. Really? I majored in political science. I would have probably been either a judge or a senator or running for the president of the United States at some point.
3: OK. All
2: right. Governor. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I would have probably been mayor or governor or 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 some anything of that mm-hmm. uh, nature mm-hmm. at some point um, had not uh, had already been had my mind made up to go, uh, uh, cut records and yeah. sell music and, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, create a brand with, with, respect respect. And I had no idea we were getting ready to, um, um, create the type of music that we yeah. were going, but we were already doing it. But, uh, school was real important to me. That's one thing, you know, mm-hmm. being in the streets, being a tough or being a rough, rough head. No, no. Yeah. One thing about me is that I was already, uh, 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 you can, if there's, a, if there's, uh, you know, the homies used to poke They used to come up to the college and literally walk around with me and go to and, and be wait for me to get out of class. But while I was in class, I was mastering my uh, my quantum physics. Mm-hmm. I was mastering my geometry. Mm-hmm. I was mastering my physics. Mm-hmm. I was mastering my philosophy. Mm-hmm. I was mastering my civics. Mm-hmm. I was mastering my biology. I was mastering my American history. Mm-hmm. I was mastering my Spanish. I was mastering my everything. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? That's one of the things that I had. That's why I can consider being a um, uh, 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 somewhat of a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a leader, but they told me you're going to be, they, they, they saw it before I did. Yeah. You're something for your community. I don't think you realize it yet because my professors used to tell me that. Mm. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. You're doing a great job. Yeah. But education is key, brother. And yeah, I say real that talk. on real top talk. of Yeah, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It really is. So and then did you graduate college?
3: Did you graduate college?
2: No, no, okay. I left, I left the first year. Okay. And I've been I've been educating myself with on online courses ever since. Mm-hmm. However, I left college to pursue my goals as a uh, as a uh, as a rap artist. Yeah, and yeah. I was successful in that. Very, successful. very successful in that Very to the successful. Point to where yeah. I, um. I've been yeah, yeah, very mm-hmm. successful. I was. I, I so I, I dropped out of college to move to um, California to pursue my dreams, and um, um, the Lord blessed me. Um, um, huge success in that, even to this day, and uh, and the school, the the schooling aspect has never left. Like I said. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, uh, uh. You know, you can take online courses mm-hmm. and and receive all types of education from right. A to Z. So, so let online. me ask you. You let don't me have ask, to be let, in a class.
3: Let me ask you, Stack. So, you know, how did you or you guys bone? Or let me ask you specifically. You know, how did you develop that style, that unique style? Because your style is still different yeah. from all five of y'all are in the same right. arena but it's still all, yeah. it's all different even so it's how different. did you yeah. develop that that staccato of how you you know is that something that you yeah. always did or it grew over time
2: yeah that real talk real talk bro i was like if, even as a the the young flesh or they my name my rap name was BD Rock and before that before it was BD Rock i was had that that like how you say that staccato that lingual that that bravado whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. i've always had something that had something to do with, I don't know what it is, bro, but you know what I think it is. I think I'm going to give a little bit of my secret away. Yeah. But it's when it comes to the metric bars, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: um, a a, a poetic rhythm. Mm -hmm. You did what I'm saying. There are, believe it or not, if you take the basic eight bars, poetically, there are at least a dozen different ways to make, Mm-hmm. Those eight lines yep. connect right. rhythmically, yeah, yep. mathematically mm-hmm. with words, yep. And it's—I've been using the same method, yeah, and pattern, yeah. And it's called a rhyme scheme,
3: yeah, yeah, because it's different so, pockets so, so, you can uh, catch. Uh, it's pockets so, in there.
2: So, so, uh, I can't be giving that type of education away for free, but I'm. <laughs> you might do we. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no. It's called the rhyme scheme and yeah. the rhyme pattern, and there are even bridges and breakdowns and yeah. ad libs yeah. and rhyme schemes. Yeah. The ad libs, the bridges, breakdowns. So, 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 bro, I knew that out the gate. Mm-hmm. I understood this out the gate. Every time, then go back and listen to even to this day, listen to dedication and mm-hmm. listen to the rhyme scheme. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear how every word connects from the opening word all the way to the closing word. Mm-hmm. You'll hear how they not only rhyme, but there's a, a rhythmic pattern to every line. Right. That right. connects one line to the other from the beginning to the end. Yeah. But um, I never I, I, I don't disclose that type of. Information yeah, I appreciate you, you sharing <laughs> it on the podcast. I don't want, but I you- don't <laughs> want too many people stuck. I hey, but you know I what? Want too I, many people studying that shit, bro. I, That's the secret sauce.
3: Yeah, I know what you're saying because I used to rap fast as well. Me and my co-producer was just talking about that. And it's so many right. different ways when you when you have an ear for it and you understand it, and you especially when you're getting so many syllables in a bar. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's so many yeah. ways that you can chop it up. Because if you think about it, like mm. busy he it's almost like busy moves with the hi-hat it's like yeah. it's like with the hi-hat where crazy yeah. was more the da 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 you know right. what i mean you know yeah so it's it's different you know and even twister yeah. his was more like a bouncing ball you know what i mean exactly. you know exactly. so i know exactly what you mean it's that pocket it's intricate when you really get yeah, into very, that flow it's intricate very yeah.
2: very very intricate and you know that's what makes up and then when you add the harmony to it yeah. the singing the sing-songy um, and that's what makes Bone Dugs and Harmony because our parents brought us up into that environment. In that environment, where we were surrounded by rhythm and blues, hell yeah, Motown, yeah, you know James Brown, Michael yeah. Michael Jackson and, and the Jackson Five, stuff mm-hmm. like that, Prince. Um, that you name it, you know, we yeah. was brought up in that, and and and, and so you take take the rap and you add that harmony to it, that yeah. harmony, that sing songy yeah. style to it. That's on the. I, I just saw an interview the other day with Funk Master Flex was dealing with Drake, and then they did, and then F- Funk Master Flex goes and does this thing where he attributes the singing part of hip hop. He's, he says Drake is the one that I know not, not, not that Drake understands mm-hmm. and should have corrected him because mm-hmm. Bone Thugs and Harmony is Drake's favorite um, um, yeah, artist. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. you, so, so, so I don't knock Funk Master Flex for attributing Drake for being the artist that um, introduced first and foremost the sing song song element to rap, could mm-hmm. because I'm um, Drake's favorite rapper. Right. So I so I I still take credit there to a certain degree, but I'm looking at this and I'm looking how certain people t- take note and and they're writing history, but leaving out certain elements. But right. um, that's the thing when you're a pioneer or, or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, you inspire and you inspire people to be the best that they can. And and then I'm sure and I guarantee you, Bone Thugs and me and my brothers inspired more. People than like like a Drake or Little Wayne, yeah, yeah. uh, You feel what I'm saying? So
3: let me share this with you, Stack. Let me share this with you. So you know what uh, I'm saying? Uh, Let me let me
2: share. Yeah, it's it's a
3: lag. Let me share this with you. So um, you know, we I I was a part of a group called CCG. We started in the early '90s, and uh, we uh, and we were rapping fast. You know what I'm saying? We were, and I rap fast by default, Stack, because I for whatever reason. When I rap slow, I got off beat. I don't know. It's just something about my okay. rhythm, right? So I was more right. just like busy, just running shit, you know, just da 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 right. da, 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 da. You know what I mean? When y'all came right. out, I ain't gonna lie. When y'all came out in '93 and that thuggish ruggish bone hit, nigga, Ooh-we-we. we all of a sudden, you know, we got inspired to put a little bit of harmony in there. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't <laughs> gonna lie, we stole that shit. We, we 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 took a little bit of sauce from y'all. We was like, oh, okay, we already been going Thank with you, the man. rapid fire. Damn, we never thought to do that. Why
2: we didn't think to do that shit? You know what I mean? All I got to say is thank you, bro. (laughs) Because, man, you know, and and I needed that, you know, as I get older, bro, and um, as my career grows older and um, the more wisdom and knowledge that I gain, bro. And I am so pleased and privileged to see so many artists that has attributed to their own um, 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 uh, uh secrets or mm-hmm. ingredients to, uh, uh of success, right. uh, uh, bone thugs and harmony. And no matter what part elements that inspire you, as long right. as you use some of it for your own, I'm yeah. very pleased and grateful to my creator for that. And which gives me this inspiration for me too, not mm-hmm. only to give inspiration, but it's self-motivating, bro. It's yeah. very self-motivating. Yeah. And uh, and I appreciate that. Yeah, really for sure. That, that's yeah, why I, and we always said I, that
3: we always said that publicly, you know what I mean? Like we wasn't like some of the other motherfuckers who would do right. it and then try to deny it and try to act right. like it didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you know, that's why we were able to get the deal with P, you know, with no limit. We right. you know that we were attractive to No Limit because right. we were the version of y'all. We were the Kansas City right. version of y'all, you know. So uh but Who's I wanna that? But I want to fast forward to uh, uh, so you okay. you went you went to Cali, and then you playing ball. You you went you moved out there. What? Why'd you move to Cali? Was that to play ball, or what were you doing?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I went out there definitely on a, on a mission to play ball, and at the same time, I was I was shaking a warrant in Cleveland too. At the same, it was kind of like two birds with one stone. I was out there um, to get on. At at a different school, trying Mm -hmm. out a different school because I had left my previous college. Mm -hmm. I literally left that school, but I had homies that was in school, like at USC and other different schools out there and everything that was doing a thing um, 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 and playing ball and stuff like that. And I used to go to the practices and everything. And uh, I was trying to get my credits and everything transferred from Mm -hmm. one school to the other, but it never was able to come through. I was mainly focused as well on I was writing all the time, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. every day, all the time. And um, and uh, just one thing that's led to the other. The hip hop scene was just so massive and yeah. so vibrant. And it's, it was just everything was hip hop. And mm-hmm. for some reason, everything was hip hop. I yeah. was running into all types of motherfuckers, celebrities, mm-hmm. actors and rappers. And the shit had an effect on me. And I was like, yo, I was telling my brothers and them. So I got on the phone, Lazy Bone. I called him on the payphone. I called him like, "Yo, man, uh, um, Cleveland, Cleveland is good. It's Cleveland's home, but uh, California is where we need to be if we really want to tap into more resources and, uh, and 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 try to make it." So that's what happened. Um, um, I ended up going back to Cleveland to round those guys up and come back to California with them, and that's what we did. And then while we were all back together, is when we started just fishing together and got on the phone with Easy mm-hmm we i went by myself at first saw it was popping went back to get him and then we mm-hmm. been, went back and, and pulled the trigger and make it made it happen together
3: so what why why easy e why'd you pick easy e out of every we year?
2: figured it was easy e uh we had we had our we had our eyesight we had our eyesight on dr drake truth mm-hmm. to tell you the truth we had our we had our we had our scope on drake we was like yo we gonna try and we actually even pushed up on him to a certain degree but it wasn't you know, it was, uh, you know, we pushed up around his hood, but it was it was it wasn't the right uh, mm-hmm. situation, I mm-hmm. guess. Okay. And then we pushed up on not only Dre, we pushed up on a variety of folks privately at their home. But we young. niggas. Yeah, we you not pushed up, up on
3: That's tone low. I heard y'all pushed up on tone yeah, low, yeah. too.
2: <laughs> they had. Yeah. 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 You know, we pushed up on an OG, but he was an OG. He He was able he handled it a lot better than a lot of the folks we pushed mm-hmm. up on
4: like that mm-hmm. tone low did yeah you
2: did he even or did he even sat there and entertain we sat there and gave a concert to tone low and, and you know whoever else was able to you know get mm-hmm. had a patience and everything like mm-hmm. that but we sat there with tone low for almost 20 minutes um and uh you know spitting rhymes and spitting mm-hmm. songs for him right there and he had a security and everything right there because we pushed up on him Some thugs they every- got yo what's going on hope all is well i'm duke i'm omar i'm jalan and this is nice and neat the podcast We're three quintessential friends dedicated to the 360 degree development of men our goal is to not only share our experiences but offer as much value as we possibly can through the lessons
3: we've learned along the way when i say we talk about everything we talk about everything character discipline career development oh and let me not forget we get real personal
2: now make sure you subscribe so you never miss any of our episodes write a review let us know what you think Enjoy. Class, one of us in a different color and shit yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> one in red, one in blue, one in brown, one in gray, one in black. Like, where the fuck these niggas come? And it was like, and we had no shame. We used to push around in LA just like that. We had always, we would always get stopped and ran up on by the gang members. Yeah. They would, they would brandish pistol, brandish pistols and everything. Yeah. But for the grace of God, they would never, it was like, it was a reason they, they wouldn't do it. They let y'all make it. And, uh, it. and music, they, they, they let us make it. And then, uh, and they let us, they let us, they let us make it bro. And then, uh, we, uh, yeah, but we, we paid a visit, um, to a lot of celebrities, man. And mm. we pushed up on that shit. But then again, we made a lot of phone calls too. And the only one that got on the phone that was like, okay, what's up? Y'all heard a lot about y'all. Uh, tell me more about it. Um, what's easy eat.
3: Okay. So what was that like? so once you got his ear, you know what I mean? What how that feel? How did y'all lock that down? That situation with Ian Rufus?
2: Yeah, that was dope. So he was on he was on tour at the time we started calling. So he for about a week or two weeks straight, we was calling every day. And the secretary kept telling us that uh she would let him know. And uh and and uh and lo and behold, um um he actually it was to the point to where Easy actually called us back. Mm-hmm. He called the phone, rang, bam, pick it up. Yo, this Eric Bright is bone there. Yo, this bone right here. Yo, what's up? Yeah, it's on the crack. Um, um, uh, 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 Spit one of them rhymes for me that y'all was talking about. And we sat there and we auditioned for him right there over the phone. And he was like, yo, I'm finna be in Cleveland. Why don't y'all come open and show up for me in Cleveland? And then when we went to go open and show up for him in Cleveland, we never looked back. We was opening shows up for him ever since. And then after he got off tour, he was recording uh, creeping on a come up as soon as we got off the road with him.
3: Wow. So, how did that feel? You got a record deal. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And you with Easy. You with a
2: idol. Yeah.
3: You with a childhood childhood idol. You know what I mean. And you, you recording this record with Rufus Records. What did that feel like at that point?
2: Man, that was amazing, man. You know, it was, it was like at home. You know, we was able to, you know, you know, kick our shoes off for a little bit and be kings, and you know, and and mm-hmm. and and and, and, and rebel in, in the success, and mm-hmm. at least in the success of kicking through the door. Yeah. And uh, we was able to do that to a certain degree. And then along with that came a lot of the pressures of, yeah. you know, this distraction, that yeah. distraction. One of the things I regret was like every time we got down to the nitty gritty and this is real talk. Every time we used to get down to the Nitty Gritty it would always be you know bigger homies or whatever homies that would come around and you know get niggas high and all of mm-hmm. that shit I used to try to focus a lot but a lot of the homies would come around with dope mm-hmm. you know shurn, coke whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it and and niggas would get you know caught up in a, the life of the moment with that type of shit mm-hmm. you dig what I'm saying instead of focus on actually getting down to the to the right did you, you would, did I, you I I fuck was,
3: with did you fuck with the sherm? stack you fuck with the charm
2: so yeah yeah i, I fuck with the charm
3: yeah.
2: Um, um, yeah, And yeah and and i and i regret that 100 yeah. percent. but you know it's kind of like you can't take it away you right, know what i'm right. saying you don't you don't want to be able to knock yourself to the extent to where you don't you know I I never take away what I've done, and I'll yeah, never do sure. anything different. For sure, that, but, but you learn. Yeah, but the sherm, but the sherm that I had homies come through right at the heat of the moment when I was supposed to be focused. Yeah, would come around with that shit, and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm focused, but I'm not focused.
3: Right, right, right. I'm high right. Sherm, right, right. I'm
2: focused, but I'm right. high off sherm.
3: Yeah, type shit. yeah yeah and yeah. it
2: threw me off my square you think Had it became a been- problem
3: you think it became a problem for you at that point at that at that point uh, was-
2: for, for a couple of years it did because mm-hmm. once you get on that type of stuff it's just like any other addiction
3: yeah 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 And so I was. is that, I was, yeah. is that why mm-hmm. like because i always wondered with thuggish ruggish bone it was the four and it was just a picture mm-hmm. of your face up there why was yeah
2: yeah it was it was like one of those situations where the 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 drug element of when mm-hmm. it comes to the smoking sherm really got in the way of me being all the way in the mix the way i needed to yeah and uh but still able to do uh, a, a certain degree of contributing to the writing yeah to the writing process mm-hmm. to the recording process i was right. not i was able to do some but mm-hmm. but the drug element knocked me off the rest of yeah, it you yeah you what i'm yeah. saying were well, you locked the up Sherman out of Black-
3: were you locked up when mm-hmm. Douglas ruggish came out
2: Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty much I think I was going in and out of hospitals and stuff Mm -hmm. of that, stuff of that nature. Mm -hmm. I had just had an operation. And then when Thug is Ruggish came out, I was like, I just went through an operation for, you know, an operation on my arm. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, and uh, other than that, though, I was in and out of, for example, uh, hospitals Mm -hmm. and then, of course, um, jail as well. And then Mm -hmm. ultimately, um, not drug related or anything I ended up getting locked up in like 1999 for uh, I think it was trumped up uh, charges for assault with a deadly weapon where I only brandished the weapon but had yeah. to in 10 years for just brandishing yeah, we gon- the weapon. we gonna get to having-
3: that yeah yeah we gonna get to that so thuggish yeah. ruggish bone come thuggish ruggish comes out in 93 uh yeah 94 93 it goes what five time platinum yeah. some shit like that yep It
2: went being like, it went like gold, double, platinum, double, triple, and then it kept going. It's still, and you know, you know these, and they're they're still going to, and and every day, every day, uh, some new individual somewhere in God's existence. And discovers all of our music. Yeah. yeah. And still doing well to this day, thank God. So and I hope it continues.
3: So you a kid from the hood, bruh. You going through what you going through. You know, you kinda trying to keep this this monkey off your back with the drugs and different things like that. So you got I mean, listen, I was uh, listen, y'all shit was on TV and radio all day, every day. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. for that, I mean, what is that doing? What is that experience for you like psychologically? Because you're dealing with real life. And I don't know if maybe if maybe your life has changed from, you know, you're reaping the benefits of what you're doing. You know, I don't know if that's even going. on. But what was how you know, what did that feel like? Because y'all was on y'all was like top 10 for a minute, at least number
2: one for at least a few months. Well, I I can tell you one thing for sure that is it was assuring and affirmation and confirmation, because I tell you one thing this before I went anywhere and I used I, I would pray and I still do pray to to my. to my my God, my Lord, that, uh, to give me the strength and the tools that I need to succeed. And still to this day, he answers my prayers. So, um, it's a feeling for me of complete 100%, um, an affirmation and confirmation of how much power and strength I really have. Because even as a young kid, and as a young boy, you know, I would, I would ask God for help. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and every time I asked God for help, he would bring me through the situation with challenges and help me to remind me that, remember, you asked me for help. I would think that I was not going to make it and I would end up making it. And then here I am. So and and, and that's something that's something that the and still to this day um, um, with the Hearing thuggish ruggish on the radio for the first time, it it, it turned me into a real, real uh, 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 God conscious Mm -hmm. individual okay you did with yeah super so, god conscious individual to the point to where i don't neglect my prayers i don't neglect you know and I, I i try to ask god for as much help as possible even though we try to do it all on our own yeah um, um god mm. answered my prayers and I, i'm i'm really humble for i'm grateful for that i don't have a problem with speaking this is what i, I write about this in my book yeah and i'm telling people that you're a year if you if you if you it if you look around you or whatever the case may be, or if you can look at one of your accomplishments yeah, and if you, you have to be joking or kidding yourself, if you can look around you or look at any one of your accomplishments and think that something outside of you or greater than you didn't help you do that. Look right. around you. Right. Do you think the outside world, the nature and all of that actually came from the mind of nothing? You yourself, are from the mind of something way far greater and superior than yourself. Some you're you're you come from the mind of something that's 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 words cannot describe. Right. You're, you're 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 the creation of something. You came out of the mind of something. So that what you come up with and your accomplishments, you have to associate and attribute it to that. All you have to do is look around you. Go outside and look around. That's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. So I, I say all of that to say that um, it, 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 it was uh, and you, you can be surprised, you can be happy, you can be uh, all that type of stuff. But one thing that I don't do tort is get too far above myself with cockiness, yeah, arrogance, right, conceitedness, negativity, mm-hmm. being a jackass, being an asshole, being a, all of that stuff is easy to do. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? It's real hard to keep your two feet planted and you're on ground and say, yes, sir. Or, yes, ma'am. To your elder or even your wife, even mm-hmm. your your brother. Your, your man. You dig what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's so it's so hard to be humble. We, still, we, we just want to be a bad ass. Like, fuck this. Fuck. We just want to be a bad ass. So bad. You mm-hmm. dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That you want to just say, fuck everybody. sometime. I did this shit all by myself. Fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? It's so easy to do that.
3: Well, you know, the Bible say, you know, uh, you know, saying ego go before the fallen man. You know
2: what I mean? And we just so many examples of that. And I try Mm -hmm. so hard not to be on that level, bro. And, you know, I just try to stay focused and work on the next. You know, I have a plan and I try to uh, plot out Mm -hmm. my plan, get my all of my eyes dotted and my T's crossed. And I try to just execute the plan. And it's real simple. Yeah. From. Doing what I had to do with bone from doing what I have to do by myself, making it through pr- prison or whatever the case may be. You have to be focused. You have to have to plan. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. What the fuck you're going to do, man? Right. What, what, what else you going to do, bro? You know what I'm saying? Get your ass out the house. Go have a, a cup of tea with, with a homegirl or whatever. Decide to have a family. If not, if you don't, just whatever. Just do what you got to do. Kick it with the... The homies, man, just have fun. Enjoy yourself. It's Mm -hmm. real. Like I said, it's so easy that that pride, the ego, uh, the pride becomes for the fall, bro. There's so many examples of that. The shit is crazy. The shit is crazy.
3: So let me ask you, bro. Uh, So you dealing with what you was dealing with during that time and say maybe you were self-medicating. Why do you think, you know, what what were you? Because you had to be in pain. You're dealing with something internally. You know what I'm saying? What do right. you think that stemmed from? Because a lot of times in the hood, we don't talk about mental illness. We don't talk about PTSD right. and we don't talk about trauma. You know what I mean? Right. Do you think that right. you were, you know, what I'm saying self-medicating, trying to deal with something that you didn't know was there?
2: Well, you know, you can you, know, uh, you can only you w- can be able to get in there and figure out what that is.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And you already have the answers to whatever it is. That you you don't need nobody's help with that except wherever you talk yeah. to, whatever if that's what you decide to do. Um, but uh, you do have a, a situation to be able to deal with, uh, or 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 to overcome. You know, call them uh, baggage or demons or stuff of that nature. You know, whatever the case may be, experiences everybody come across. You know, happen to be able to be strong mm-hmm. enough to say no. To this or that, you get yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. And not everybody's gonna be hooked on the sherm or the coke, sure. hooked on prostitution and all this other yeah. shit. So whatever yeah. the case, I be. always say, man, man, not everybody not not. I
3: always say, man, you know, yeah. some of your bad chapters in life can lead to great stories. You know what I'm saying? We all have a story, everybody you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying has to over that's the mm-hmm. journey you know what i mean and quite honestly and that's your journey yeah quite honestly you know is. success is a combination of failures you know what i'm saying so you got to go through Absolutely. those hardships it it creates mm-hmm. character you know what i mean and that's when you really know what you made of because anybody can mm-hmm. shine and anybody can look good when everything is mm-hmm. beautiful and everything's laid out but you mm-hmm. really get to see what you made of when your back's against the wall that's when you really see Absolutely. where what you got and where you at within yourself you know what i mean so and, it's a testament yeah, to your you strength, could. the fact that you made it through all that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm sure that, yeah. you, you know, we not too far. We, you're only a few years older than me. So we came up in yeah. the crack era, you know, so right. we know how hostile the streets was, you know, and I'm sure just yeah. like my family, I'm sure crack or drugs touched your family as well. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. So having absolutely, to deal with absolutely. that and deal with the pressures of the streets and then here you know you went to the music business same way i did you know what i mean right so right. I'm, I'm curious once so once the the thuggish ruggish bone comes out you you released the you were the first bone to release a solo album right absolutely so how did you land yeah, that deal the first, with def jam like how did that come about
2: so we had i, I had a few powers of beat that was working lazy bone was helping me to uh, bring that into fruition. And uh, at the same time, uh, Relativity Records was there. We were uh, launching Thug Records. So at Mm -hmm. the same time, simultaneously, while we were doing Thuggish Ruggish Bone for the Love of Money, going into each 1999 Eternal, we had a plan Mm -hmm. to uh, launch solo uh, records. And we had this agreed upon before we even did the group stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Once we do the group stuff, we're going to (laughs) focus on branching off. Mm -hmm. as uh, with solo projects and other uh, group projects to uh, assigning other people, be it that as it may. And that's exactly what happened, right? Um, um, uh, We started working um, on um, the Mo Thug uh, family scriptures stuff. And then at the same time, while we were working on that, but I was working on three projects simultaneously. The Bone Thugs and Harmony project, the Mo Thug project, Mm -hmm. and the Flesh and Bone solo project. So I had my hands full. I was trying my best to make sure that I was... I had, like, literally three studios popping off at one time that I had to be at every day. A couple hours here, a couple hours here, a couple hours there. Yeah. And that was my schedule for, like, two years straight. Yeah. We're just working on solo stuff, group stuff, and Mo Thug stuff. So. Yeah we um uh we w- we had it planned out and i think i you know i'm the first individual to have uh solo success in the gr- group and i'm you know i'm humble and i'm grateful for that let's talk about that let's talk
3: about that album, flesh so it was true true mm-hmm. thugs uh truths humbly united gathering souls that was the name of it right oh, yeah yeah and yep. that was Def Jam. That album with gold. It's probably platinum by now, huh?
2: It's with gold. It's about triple platinum. When it yeah. gold ultimately double and triple yeah. platinum. okay. It's still selling today.
3: Yeah. So as you know, yeah. I remember when that yeah. album came out, bro. And it was a, uh, you know, you had a fresh sound, and and you know, you kind of, yeah. I don't know, you your style and your approach to that album was very unique because it was. I don't know. Right. It was like spiritual and it was like yeah. it was like inspirational and positive but gangster at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was almost yeah. like a like a which most of us as humans, we are walking contradictions. I know I'm one. My mama called yeah. me one all the time. But <laughs> it was like cause you know, right. you had right. like you had the uh the first song that kicked in, you know, it was about trying to be a decent right. motherfucker. It was a you know, feel good. But then you had songs that you did. What's the one that you did with BG Knockout? Like, what was it? uh, 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 No Mercy. No Mercy. Then you had shit like No Mercy. Mercy. You know what I mean? You know. But my favorite record on there, like I was telling you, was North Coast, bro. Like, that was... I had never heard a record like that, you know, real talk. Because it was like some G-funk, like, jazz. It's the first time I ever heard a gangster record with a with a saxophone on it you know what i'm saying uh, yeah so what what made you take that approach like when you heard that music did you you heard that beat Mm -hmm. like oh i'm fucking with that
2: oh yeah 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 that was one that was that was that was presented to me um 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 in 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 those uh, uh, beautiful sessions that we used to have that was presented to me man and you know i think damon elliott was the guy the uh, the big bro that uh, that brought that to the table, but mm-hmm. Damien Elliott had his hands one hundred percent all the way in on the creative elements of the uh, whole True's humble the United Gathering Souls album, mm-hmm. my first solo album and the second album, mm-hmm. and to, to be uh, uh, to, to be in, in fact, so Damien Elliott was like really really heading up uh, most of the production. Mm-hmm. And even though we had a bunch of guys coming to the table from uh the Tony C's, the Kenny McLeod, the the Oh yeah, uh, the, Kenny's the, the DJ homie. Uniques. Yeah, Kenny yeah, that's yeah. my partner. All of, yeah, you know, even still to this day, mm-hmm. I'm still in bed and just still working with all those dudes mm-hmm. and to keep the door open to work with a variety of all your young, fresh talent, be it mm-hmm. that as it may, even to this day. Mm-hmm. But those guys would come and they would have people to play real life instruments. Yeah,
4: yeah, real time. I mean the
2: sessions would be set up where the drums are in that corner, the the sax over here. And then mm-hmm. but we it was a it was a few a matter of fact I forgot the name of the sax player, but he was a famous sax player. Yeah. Yeah. The sax player that played that 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 on that on the North Coast. He yeah. was a famous one. If not the name slips the mind, but I gotta look on the credits. Yeah. But he's on there. Famous sax player Yeah. came through and that's what we used to get we used to get really, really um, well-known musicians that did their thing Mm -hmm. and specific instruments used to come in and play those instruments live versus playing, you know, you you can do your thing on a keyboard and all that shit, but Having a um musician come in and play it live was a yeah, whole Yeah, that was the kick. first
3: that I heard that yeah. to be honest with you. That yeah. was the first I heard on a rap record where you had a saxophone, a live saxophone like that, and played it was right. like some sexy jazz shit. Like you could just take a bitch up PCH playing oh, yeah. that shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? That shit that exactly. shit was gangster. Exactly yeah, North Coast was
2: hard. North that's, Coast was that's hard. That's exactly
3: North what you
4: do. Today. Hey, let right. me
3: ask you, let me ask you, Flesh. Even though that was one of my favorite songs, I listen, bruh. Hey, and you know I can be transparent. Yeah. Yes, what did North Coast mean? Where is like I didn't. What is that? What, what north was that?
2: Coast, so 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 it was essentially the North Coast of Ohio because okay. Cleveland, Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you think in terms of Cleveland, Ohio, Cleveland, Cleveland is of the north north at the right spank spanking the middle almost. Uh, 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 north and that's where it came from you know when we were creating the the chorus line for north coast we were saying the lady was singing was like coming right on On the the north north side side. yeah so and then she was saying she she was saying coming right on the east side coming right on the south side and i was like no 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 fuck that fuck that (laughs) only north side yeah speaking to someone from the north side speaking to someone from the north side we
3: played that shit
2: constantly yeah yeah so <laughs> so she went she was trying to add all of the north the north yeah. south east and west coming right on the west yeah. side i was yeah. like nah cut all that out yeah no we are just gonna say north side on this one right now because no but that's what it was it was cleveland Ohio's is northern ohio so that's where that came from ah. they tried to put the west okay. coast in there it would have had the west coast west side west uh yeah. north side south side yeah in there, but i I told you to change that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Hey, I didn't Only know. I didn't know what it meant, that. bro. But I was singing. I've been singing that shit for twenty five years. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what the fuck <laughs> it meant. I was like, shit. Right, one day I'm right. at the ask stack shit. What that shit mean? But that shit was hard yeah, as classic. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's
2: what's
3: up, bro. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, man. so Dude, so, so you do that, man. You got the success of that. Now let me ask you, and I could be wrong, but so you had an animated album cover. Were you in jail mm-hmm. at when that was released as well? Were you locked up?
2: Mm. No, which, uh, no, no. Truth no, humbly that was united, gather souls. No, no, there was an artist that decided we mm-hmm. did, Decided to paint a portrait for that. Okay. I wasn't locked up yet.
3: Okay. So okay. we came
2: up with the idea to do something of a, portrait, a uh-huh. portrait to where someone goes in and just draw a portrait, thinking of put the, the earth, space, flesh coming out of space sort of type. And that's yeah. what the yeah. artist took yeah. that and ran. It was dope. And, and it and was dope.
3: I liked it. Yeah. It was dope. You know what, though, yeah. Flesh? Hey, on some real shit stack, I think we should do a video to North Coast, bro. Just like... You think so? I think we should just fucking do it, dog. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Me and Ken okay. direct that bitch. I mean, we need to... You know what I'm <laughs> saying? We need... Wow. Yeah. We need oh, to okay. do a video to that bitch. Yeah. Just because. Just because, my okay. nigga. So, just because. So, so,
2: this is what I want you... I want y'all to sit down when as soon as y'all get a break and yeah. get a chance and, and let's come up with a treatment and send it to me. Okay. And... And uh and uh on my next visit, we can uh one of my next visits, we can uh once you guys come up with the treatment for that, y'all yeah. live with that. Yeah, come up with the treatment, let's go in there, knock them out. Three, four hours, we're done. Whatever location ready, y'all go to. Oh, I'm scout, down, bro. Yeah. I just location. shot a
3: music video last week for yeah. the homie
2: uh, Chris Calico.
3: Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. shot one for Chris Calico. Yeah.
2: Okay, so 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 so, so court. You got that. Yep. You and Ken. Yep. Y'all put up. Y'all. Y'all put together the yep. treatment, and we're gonna shoot the video for North Coast.
3: All right. See, we got. We got About you that. on tape. You know, we're recording this, uh, stack. <laughs> 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 you yeah. know, we're recording this. Is going out to the world. That's but... what's up. That's
2: <laughs> yeah, what, that's, that's. We, what's gonna, up. Do that.
3: we do gonna do that. We gonna do that. Let's do it. All right. So, so with the success of, so you got solo success, but I, I skipped the beat tell talk to me about east 99 because that that's probably y'all most successful album as a group right is east 99 man talk oh, about yeah. the talk about so, the explosion you know, of, of of crossroads yeah. breaking
2: records right. and shit so east 99 was a special album in general because this was the album that the. Uh, uh, Easy E was really, really looking forward to being able. To, he had a, a, a special hand in the launch of "Creeping on the Come Up," but mm-hmm. East 1999 was special because this was the real, real breakout mm-hmm. artist of uh, a, a, a album of the artist uh mm-hmm. introduced by Easy E. Right, mm-hmm. and when he got sick, when he got sick and didn't recover.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, um is when the idea for crossroads came and everything and it the was remix. a bunch of stuff yeah. going on man because yeah. I, like, I remember i remember the
3: original um version of yeah. crossroads because y'all sampled uh i think it was castlevania yeah. it was a sample from yeah. a video game and then y'all remixed yeah. it yeah when we you did die.
2: remix and it was a lot of remixes too and then unfortunately you know unfortunately i did play a role and um and had verses on a lot of that shit court mm-hmm. but it was uh whatever powers that be might have been too scared scaring people not too, too too wild scaring people mm-hmm. but um 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 i kind of like got my finger on it now i understand what was going on but mm-hmm. you know i had verses originally on a lot of songs already like uh, first of the month, Crossroads, uh, whatever, mm-hmm. you, whatever you want to call it. I had yeah. verses, original verses on there, but then people came in and was like, uh, "Whether you know, you know, uh, uh, no, we need to take flesh off that song." Wow, type shit. A lot of that shit went on, and uh, uh, that's one of the twists that I talk about in my my new book coming yeah. out. And because uh, a lot of fans don't know that you know, know what, and you know then, what? Uh, a lot of fans don't know you know what. Stack.
3: Uh, now that I think about it, bro, you're right. Like. If you think about it, let me see. You weren't on East 99 cover. You weren't on of right. war cover and you wasn't in jail right. yet. You wasn't in jail. because right. You didn't go to jail till when 2000, 2001, 2000. Yeah. 2000. Why weren't you on, right. uh, on East 99? I'm cover.
2: Right, well, that's that. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know. That, well, I'm sure if Easy E would have been around, then I mm-hmm. would have been on there because it was Easy E that made sure that my image was on creeping on. Yeah, on yeah, come yeah. Up. He was yeah. the one that took that photo he's the one that put that whole album cover right. together and the one he personally took that he held the light in front of me mm-hmm. and held the light of he had me hold the light with the light shining on yeah, my face yeah, I remember that band yeah, that became yeah. the album cover so he went you know easy you know we we had a really really cool working relationship mm-hmm. I was just well, pretty much the only one considered that can deal with the flesh and that was cool enough to even have patience enough to handle yeah. Yeah. What, what I was going through else after he passed everybody else that came in handling this business after that they did a good job to a certain degree but what i don't agree with was them not having the ability or the understanding how to deal with somebody because i i was on straight protecting my shit i wasn't um, i wasn't too rah rah where i'm at at niggas like all crazy i'm mm-hmm. like no this is bone thug this is flesh this is lay crazy wishing busy and i'm gonna protect that and i felt that motherfuckers needed. That was was afraid of my authority when it came to protecting the brand. Oh, okay, so and it think- was a wild churned <clears throat> out nigga. Yeah, it was. I was a thinker, bro. bro don't, don't mind you. I was a. I was a straight A student. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers forget that. Mm-hmm. I was a. I'm. I'm still a bookworm. Mm-hmm. All the power is right here and in here. You dig know what I'm saying? But what I was dealing with. Was a lot of folks was like, Nah, fuck that. I'm scared of him. Let's get ah, him out of the picture. Okay. But it's like, Bitch, how do you how you gonna put that genie back in him? How the fuck you gonna get rid of flesh and bone, my nigga? I'm the big, I'm the, the who the fuck you think the big bro would? But they tried to get rid of flesh mm-hmm. and bone. But the problem is, is that that genie. It's like putting the genie back in the bottle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. How mm-hmm. do you? You can't put the toothpaste. It's like putting toothpaste back inside of the tube. Right, you can't do it, and without making a, a scattery mess. I, yeah, so I went through a lot of shit. East 1999 was a very, very pivotal, pivotal album, you know. You know, because uh, I was, you know, a lot of the stuff that I was going against the grain with was motherfuckers like y'all, no, no, like you can't get rid of me. Mm-hmm. That's like, how you gonna get rid of you know, you know how you how you gonna do that? You you, you gonna yo you you wanna get rid of me? How nigga, I'm the I'm the baddest, coldest. I'm like Muhammad Ali. I'm pretty. I'm the prettiest <laughs> motherfucking inbound. I'm the baddest mother. I'm the most gorgeous thing, bone thugs. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm, i go- so, so that, that I'm trying to be humble. Yeah. But, my, how the fuck you gonna get rid of flesh, though, bro? Flesh yeah. is like almost the essence, in a sense, the yeah. spirit of the whole situation. Mm-hmm. But they tried. Um, Crossroads came about, first of the month came about, all of that, those records that make up, um, um East 1999 came about you dig what I'm saying mm-hmm. and and here Easy E is on his deathbed it was a turning point it was pivotal but um, um Easy was looking forward to seeing that he he, he wasn't alive to see the release of that album but mm-hmm. he was around to be able to um 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 yeah, get the producers around involved with it yeah. and all of the hearts um um um, um uh, an administrative structural work that goes into it, he did all of that. But mm-hmm. eventually, he passed, and that's why I think Crossroads took off so big because mm-hmm. the song originally was dedicated to him. Right, Wally E. Boo. A, a lot of our, a, a lot of our friends in the hood was uh, was 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 dying off, and yeah. we was like, "Damn, we really got to make something happen." But when Easy yeah. passed, and when East Ninety Nine came out, we really thought that was the end of the road. Yeah, we didn't know it was. You know, we had yeah. to keep going and keep going, but yeah. we did keep going, but it was real crucial, um, at that point when he passed away and, um, and the, the album came out, they had surfaced with a whole new staff, a whole new record company staff. You did what I'm saying. And, yeah. and, and, and uh, um, it uh, it it marked a new beginning, yeah. a weird one because E wasn't in the picture no more. Right. here are these people trying to keep the business alive. Bone yeah. Thugs and Harmony is mean, the hottest thing in the world, and they did the best they can to surround us with all of the professionals mm-hmm. that, that they could to keep the boat and keep the boat afloat. And they did they did do a good job, but at the same time, you know, I still you know with the mm-hmm. I still would have dealt with flesh a, a yeah. little bit more. Uh, yeah, um, and, and i would if it, if it was me i would have been able to deal with flesh those people couldn't deal with flesh i, I still you. made my mark i still yeah. i still pissed on my fire hydrant and marked my territory whether they like it or not and i'm still here yeah whether they like it or not let me ask you this
3: uh flesh so with the release y'all started mo thugs and i know you had the mo thugs imprint through uh relativity and you released right. uh the first the first mo thug family scriptures um Mm -hmm. when you did that you guys started putting on your guys from your city you know you had graveyard shift poetic hustlers uh true you know i remember all that um
2: after math
3: uh yep yep, yeah yeah so y'all lost y'all lost uh, uh, a couple soldiers um you lost uh what what was the situation i was always curious what was the situation with tombstone
2: well tombstone was like um, he was he, he was another homie so close. He was a family member in a sense. Mm-hmm. He was uh, married to a crazy bone sister. Mm-hmm. They had a child together. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and uh, I don't you know, it was one of those instances he got He was in the hood and you took a bullet. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, but uh, uh, prior to that, he was. Uh, as creative was he was a producer, writer, and all of the composer and all mm-hmm. of that he composed all of that graveyard ship mm-hmm. album, mm-hmm. which was uh one of the uh artist albums um, out of Mo' Thug that had some of the greatest success. So you, mm-hmm. you know them dudes was coming out of Mo' Thug Records selling 200 300 400 thousand copies. Yeah, that's how much success Mo' Thugs was. Having. And yeah Mo Thugs was, was happy, in, yeah,
3: Mo' Thugs was in yeah Mo' Thugs was in y'all bag for a minute because when y'all that first. Yeah family scriptures went probably platinum double platinum something right. like that and yeah, then y'all yeah, came with because you had uh because the single was uh uh what was the single um right. i remember it yeah it was uh the one the video that uh, they uh, had um damn i can't the, think the of
2: barbecue. the barbecue the barbecue and the, the baseball the game yeah had, yeah yep you had the ghetto cowboy ghetto cowboy yeah
3: yeah it was uh family yeah yeah but the family
2: the, script family tree
3: family i think it's no called family no tree. it wasn't called no, no it wasn't no, family no. tree what is it ken uh most of family Scripture. I, I remember the ghetto cowboy song ghetto cowboy was a big song yeah that was one of the biggest singles but what was the other one it was the uh thug devotion thug devotion yeah I mean, yeah thug devotion yeah, also thug I remember devotion. as a white dude who's yeah. rapping in sacramento i also remember ghetto cowboy because you had powder Powder. Powder P. Right,
2: right. Powder
3: yeah. P. Powder P. Go. Got yeah, a 12 yeah, gauge. You go powder P,
2: that's
3: it. <laughs> on the front but yeah, page. Yeah, so yeah,
2: that, that <laughs> stuff, man, we was able to kick out the door, fresh out the gate, even before our careers can really, really be etched in stone. Yeah. We started bringing out the homies in the hood, and that's how that's how it was. We, so we, we, we whose idea it, was that? It. Everybody.
3: Who, whose it. idea was to say, you know what, we're going to start Mo Thug, we're going to put the homies on? Like, whose idea was but that? But you
2: know what? I, you know what? That might have been a little bit of all of us because we all had homies that mm-hmm. we wanted to uh, the, uh, make sure that they um, came through. Who actually ran it? Lay like who who
3: Ray. who actually ran day to day operations and handled the business with relativity? You know, like who actually got the budgets, got the videos, did and did all that? Who, who was that? Was at?
2: between that was between Cray and Lay. Okay. That was dealing with that. It was supposed to be a thing to where all bone members had a, a a seat at the table when it came to the uh, the administrative and yeah. the officers involved. And uh, but it only but ultimately it, it ended up being cray and late that delegated that and kind of mm-hmm. like was uh, I don't know, was, I would have dealt with it. I would have handled it a lot differently. Yeah. And I did handle it a lot differently yeah. because I'm still I still had, you know, it, it became a competition and whose groups was going to come through and do what. So, you know, mm-hmm. I had my boys. And that's why the Aftermath and all those dudes, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. came out on my solo album. and They did ah, some stuff. Okay. A few pieces on there and everything. But it was it became one of those things where it's like, okay, no, I, no, it's, no, I, I got my group. I got my group. I got, okay, what about my groups? You yeah. dig what I'm saying? It became one of those yeah, situations. Yeah. But it, so, it was still.
3: <laughs> so then you come out, they come out with uh, Motha, Family Scriptures 2. And that, right. uh, what was the single on that one? was that ghetto cowboy on oh that one? yeah ghetto cowboy, yeah, ghetto cowboy. number two yeah because yeah. i know my right. shit my shit on there was that uh that first one uh mighty right. mighty warrior that one yeah soldier oh, boy man uh, yeah, with
2: yeah boy. or soldier those boy. yeah that yeah that was a smash that was definitely yeah. a smash yeah, yeah sure that shit was. bring
3: back memories yep. right there then <clears throat> y'all came up with art of war
4: Oh, the two man, mm-hmm. the uh, double CD, uh, you
3: know what I'm saying? Right. Double CD. So you, you, you were on one of my favorite songs on that one, uh, which was, uh, Mo Thug. Mm-hmm. We are right. Mo Thug. That shit goes so hard. Mm-hmm. And y'all, it's like y'all Mo brought back Thug. in the, the, the instrumentation, the live instrumentation on that one too, you know? Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: So, so that even that though that you that were that very one, much one, one, a, a part of that album and you were all over it, you still wasn't on the album yeah. cover. Still wasn't on the album cover.
2: Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah. But for the, yeah, for the life of me, it's, and and it could have been you know whatever it was you know you know you know flesh. I was going through a lot at mm-hmm. that time, and that was at the heat of was, I was going through a lot of a uh, 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 drug treatment at that time too. Okay. But still, it was a lot of powers that be that mm-hmm. behind the scenes that was kind of like you know not mm-hmm. really really comfortable with. Flesh being around, type shit, where mm-hmm. it, it was, it was a lot of that that had to do with it.
3: Mm-hmm. Sound like you was off you, the chain, <laughs> Well, you was off the well, change. yeah, uh, yeah, I
2: was. I kind, I kind of like was, bruh. Bro. I'm glad, like was, and I'm glad I'm here today yeah, and, and still here today. It. But you know, I, I just pushed a hard line, and you know what I'm saying. I really wasn't too, you know, you know, you know, crazy mm-hmm. about you know the people that came in and started running the business, you know, after E passed away and all that. I wasn't too crazy about those folks. They didn't like me and I didn't like them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like so it was like one of those type of situations, but you know, you know, the business was still is it is what it is and, yeah. you know, you know, able to do what we got to do. Yeah. And uh but yeah, the auto world one and two you know, that's another record where I went in there and recorded for like almost a hundred percent of it. And they stripped me. They, it was like, I'm like I said, I'm writing about it, yeah. but they went in there and decided to take me off everything except one or two songs. And, uh, yeah, that's that.
3: Wow. So let me, so let me ask you this stack. So, I mean, through you got a, you got a platinum, uh, solo record. You got these mi- at this mm-hmm. point, y'all probably, you know, at that point, you probably at 20, 30 million records. sold. um, so right. I'm assuming you're making a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Okay, what did I'm curious? What did you do when you got your first piece of money? What What did you do? Like, mm-hmm. what did you splurge on?
2: Well, you know what, I was a an, I was a bit of a penny pincher, and I like to save a lot. But mm-hmm. I did uh, d- 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 get a home over there in uh in uh, California, out mm-hmm. there in uh, the valley. I mm-hmm. was able to get in something real cool and comfortable. And um, but I've, I've I've always been a penny pincher. I've always been mm-hmm. able to tuck a tuck and stash away a yeah. little something here and there. Okay. And um, and it wasn't until later in life I started doing other stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and investments and stuff of that nature. Okay. And um, learning how to play the stock market, learning how to do uh, day day trading, learning how to do other other types of things, invest in this business that business and uh, okay. that's what i'm into today okay on top is still of course crushing the music and everything learning yeah. just 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 being just just vocal when it comes to being an investor yeah you know, no matter what it is right 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 and uh, whether it makes sense to invest in it but i was able to be able to uh, uh um, um um get a home mm-hmm. that i that of course, I eventually, you know, lost at home due mm-hmm. to due to my troubles and right, right. and needing the millions because they took they knocked a chunk out of me. It was, you know, I had bills, you know, bail, I was paying bail at that time, five, half a million dollar bills. And it was ridiculous. You did know, yeah. what I'm saying. You know, I don't think it was fair. For them to be setting that type of price uh, uh, on on, on, t- on my bill, but I did end up having to pay like a couple five hundred thousand dollar bill. end up sp- spending like almost a, a million and some change, and just bail money alone. Damn. And, the, and the attorney bill didn't make that no no light. You know, yeah. the attorneys getting hundred fifty here, fifty there, hundred yeah. here, hundred fifty there, just to deal with that types of stuff. So I so I wasted a lot of money uh, mm-hmm. coming up dealing with that type of drama yeah. with the uh, bill. Uh uh uh, co- uh, uh 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 attorney fees and yeah. stuff in that nature it cost me an arm and a leg
3: yeah yeah so so the art of war comes out and i mean it does phenomenal it's probably what four or five six time platinum you know um it did so now so yep. that, i know that's about 97 98 so now you fast yeah. forward to resurrection which was i maybe- think it
2: was resurrection resurrection was the album that came out right before i hit the prison i I could we was getting ready to shoot the videos for it and then voila here i go i get locked up but that was the first album to my chagrin but to my surprise yeah that they left me alone yeah that the resurrection is an example of how i rocked on all the previous albums except Mm -hmm. on resurrection Mm -hmm. instead of taking me off the song they Mm -hmm. literally left me on it
3: yeah yeah resurrection was dope resurrection was dope um so as now
2: you, as you see as you as you as you you can go in there and see that i'm pretty much on every song yeah. except one on resurrection yeah. and um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which i but think was that, it yeah, was just
3: I, busy's uh yeah. i think just busy solo song i think was it uh yeah i think he had the it was one a, little it was song, a, song
2: it was a solo song and mm-hmm. then another song in which Crate busy and lazy did by themselves so it was actually two songs out of mm-hmm. the 14 songs that are on that album. I think it's 14 or 15 songs on that album. Busy solo song. There's a solo song with Busy. Mm-hmm. And then there's a trio song with Lazy, Busy, and Cray
4: mm-hmm.
2: that uh, that I'm not on. But man, I rocked the hell out of that album. Yeah. That's the yeah. first album that I yeah. was able to appear on. Pretty much 90% of the whole album.
3: Yeah, that album was classic. And I think it went a platinum, double platinum, some shit like that.
2: Oh, yeah. You sitting on triple. Yeah. That was it. That was a cool. Double, triple yeah. platinum. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it, now it, it, it was a success. It was just huge success. But I got locked up right before the album was released and yeah. right when we were getting ready to go shoot the videos. So right. I just got locked up. up. So I want to go. Through it was,
3: the, I want to go through the incident stack. I want you to clear it up because over, you know, over the years you hear so much shit. You know, I heard, you know, I didn't heard you had a fucking stick of dynamite. You know, four AKs. Yeah. You killed your neighbor. You yeah, kidnapped the was... white bitch. All kind of crazy shit, right? So, yeah. And, and I think you was in Canyon Country or Chatsworth, something like that, right?
2: Chatsworth. Chatsworth. Yeah, that, what that, no, that was nice. Well, that was nice. It's so so. It was. It's, it's so many incidents. All of those incidents had the ring, a, a slight ring of truth to it. Okay. Because the the dynamite, the all the little was actually M80s. Um, the neighbor with the on the roof. Yeah, um, I heard that all of that with the, all of that stuff that was all in 1996, 1997 and then another incident in 1998. But the incident that happened in 1999 is where I just uh, had an AK 47 in the baby crib, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I pulled it out and and cleared my house out because I had people in my house that was annoying me, so I pulled my gun out and and I told motherfuckers to get out and then when they got out, they came back with the police and that's how I ended up in prison.
3: OK, so so let me ask you, Stack, <laughs> you, you, <did> you <laughs> ask them to leave politely the first time and they would leave or you just felt like you had to pull the chop out to get the understanding?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, get on. I told you, you know, I'm asking. you. Know, I got a house full of people and I'm telling them to get on. And instead of leaving, they just started trying to bang on me in my house. Like, nigga, this is crap. Nigga, this is like it's not in here. Not in here. You're not. Let me show you. Okay, cool. I got a nice ass AK-47 for your ass. Next time you come at me like that in my house, nigga. So uh, hold on. So these
3: supposed to be street niggas that you cleared out. They went and called the police. They went and called the police. Some street niggas. Wow. Wow. See, I didn't know that. See, I thought that was all one situation. I thought you pulled an AK-47 on the neighbor. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's two different. No, these
2: were these was these were some people that was in my house that was being disrespectful inside my house. It was mm. disrespecting me and the, and the people in my house. So I asked them to leave yeah. real, um, where, real, real calmly and plainly. And they, uh, instead of leaving, they started getting belligerent and, mm-hmm. uh, and disrespectful even more and, and even threatened people, mm-hmm. you know, threatened me and the occupants of my home. And, um, that was unacceptable. So I, you know, and then they started gangbanging mm-hmm. in, in the house, like, like for real, mm-hmm. you you're gonna you going to, you going to cause me and crit me all right here in my house like that. So I pulled out the AK and I, and I, and I, and I walked them out at gunpoint. Okay.
3: So, so what they charge. That's crazy. So you in your house and motherfuckers don't want to leave your house. What did they charge you with? Because you because motherfuckers won't assault. vacate your house.
2: They charged me with assault with a deadly weapon.
3: Wow. So you got that case. So you already So the shit with the neighbor. What happened with the neighbor? What was what do you because yeah. they said you put a gun on the neighbor?
0: No,
2: I guess they were neighbors that lived in there. Yeah, they were, they, they are, they could have left and went to their own oh, shit, but instead they wanted to give me a hard time. So they were neighbors. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. I see. I see. Yeah. So, so the police come, they take you down. And then what happens? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, here comes the whole another court, the whole court issue, the whole court case, county jail for eight, eight or nine months, but I didn't get out on bail on that. They denied me bail and, uh, and, uh, and and basically it was uh, um, one of those situations where I ended up back in the same courthouse with the same judge that gave me uh, a, a break the first time in the second time. And I'm back into the third time. And it was like, enough is enough. We, you're you're a threat to the streets. You're a threat to society. We got to take you off the streets for a while. And here it comes the 10 years.
3: Damn. So when you standing in the courtroom and they hit you with that, I don't know, what was it, 120 months? 100 months yeah. something like that yeah mm-hmm. they hit you with that what was you know what i'm saying because prior to that you had never really served a long stretch you know when they hit you with that what was the feeling like what did you think did you was you like fuck i fucked up or
2: oh yeah it wasn't it wasn't nothing you can do at it I, I was it was like yo I, you know it was, the, it was that whole wave of remorse but it was like whatever and, mm-hmm. and you had to brush it off like that it was like okay um I'm finna have to deal with this. I took it on the chin, took it like a man. And that was that I, I was feeling remorseful, but mm-hmm. it wasn't too much you can do with it. I was mm-hmm. already, you know, you know, sharpening up my key suits and sharpening up my knives and doing my push-ups and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Cause I already knew it was coming. Yeah. So <laughs> and you, I was already ready. You for did it.
3: your time uh, out here in the state in California. Mm-hmm. What facility was you at?
2: Oh, wow. Well, I was at uh I was at Delano, the, the Holding facility, Kern County. Um, um uh, with the uh what the fuck, the one Arn was uh, somewhere down in uh Blythe. I forgot mm-hmm. the name of it. Uh Arne, it's not Arnwood, it was the other one, uh um mm-hmm. Um, so Chukawalla, Kern County, uh Pleasant Valley. It was about four of them. Mm-hmm. It was four, four, four uh, level three prisons all that. I think Chuckawalla was a level two that I went to. Yeah. Kern level three. Pleasant Valley was level three. I never hit a level four. Yeah. So. I never I never had to go to a level four. But Kern County, um, Pleasant Valley was uh, level level threes. And and Chuckawalla was a level two. Mm. And then I finally hit a level one my last year.
3: Did they have you uh, in gym pop or in sensitive needs because of your celebrity?
2: i was in gen, general population oh, okay so they didn't have you so i was i was i was thick, i was in a thick, thick of the thick of the heat i was in yeah all that general population not nah, i mean uh uh, uh 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 was it a piece of protective custody yeah. no nah, i never had to do that okay so you know, the, even with it i used to deny it they mm-hmm. they used to insist they used to insist on me you know mm-hmm. Uh, protective custody, of, but I always denied it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to live like that. I had, to, I had to. I had to. I had to. I had to stretch out. I had to be able to. Yeah, I couldn't be locked yeah. up like that all the time. Yeah, yeah. So that was real cool. It was real cool. You know what I'm saying? it came. It came with its pros and its cons it's 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 uh it's friends and it's foes and uh but uh, uh you know i had that you know i had some rough edges had a few fights and all that Yeah. But what, was what, that you, uh, what was the craziest thing that you
3: uh what was the craziest thing that you've seen in there
2: well the craziest thing that i've seen is in the middle of a riot um, um individuals actually get shot in the middle of a riot mm-hmm. where i've, I've seen um, um rioters um shot to death and um and, and, and while you're on the ground on when an alarm mm-hmm. from a from, you know, when when they tell you to get on the ground and people are still up stabbing each other's ones that's getting shot by. the, And then those same very people um, uh, carried off on a stretcher mm-hmm. in the ambulance that pull off on the side of the fucking prison and, and pack their ass up and pull them off. That was the most craziest shit, seeing people shot and then mm-hmm. drug off on a um, stretcher and, and a paddy wagon. Yeah, yeah. It had did a you, profound effect on me.
3: Did you have, did what kind of effect did it have on you? I mean, you seen niggas shot in the street. Was it different seeing them mm-hmm. shot in prison?
2: Yeah, yeah, because the, the dude shot in prison wasn't, uh, the, was, wasn't, was was, was, was uh, okay, armed with a knife trying to hurt somebody else. So mm-hmm. I guess it's the same thing. You know, you know, just somebody trying to kill somebody else and then and I'm like, uh, I'm, uh, and I used to think that it was crazy and something was wrong with it. But you know, you know, you got the you know police telling people to drop knives, and they not they're not dropping their knives, and they're going mm. ham. And yeah, hey, did you uh, you know? You know, and you got this slaughtering people, and then then, 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 then the, the those were the people that was getting shot. Yeah, and is. I had no problem with it because I could have been a dude get stabbed up.
3: Yeah, did motherfuckers ever try to press you? Did you have to knife? Oh up, hell yeah, they up? got
2: they they got they they got their motherfucking ass kicked too if they did. Was I they, had a lot of bloody fist fights up in there.
3: Was they was they pressing you just on some you you flesh and bone thinking you you oh, know, yeah,
2: trying yeah. to they test was, you on some was shit? They was pressing me. They was me thinking that celebrity shit was a, a, a gateway to soft nigga time.
4: Yeah, they thought that was soft. <laughs> they, they,
2: they 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 thought that was a, they thought that was the 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 gateway to uh, uh the we can we can take advantage in him and had him send us money on our books and, you know, we just going to push up on him and all that, man. I had to, I had to knock the shit out of a Variety. Of, and, uh, I, 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 uh, I've, beat to a bloody pulp a lot of people up in there, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've had, I've, you know, I've, I've, you know, it, I've, I've, uh, you know I, I can't say that I had my ass kicked cause I've had real, real good, good square fair fights where I get knocked up a little bit, but I seem to kind of like get just a little bit of a slight edge on them. You dig what I'm saying? And yeah. I've had those ones where I literally beat the fucking daylights out of motherfuckers. You
3: know what, Stack? Uh-huh. Because I get I get a I get, a, I get that the feeling, the Stack. I get I get a little feeling. You you enjoyed that shit when you fucked that nigga up. You, you got some <laughs> some gratification from that. Get some some some, <laughs> some
2: some 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 little some little monster inside of me. Yeah, I, yeah, because like, yeah, you it. say
3: it with such glee. Like no, I no, fuck because, that no motherfucker. because
2: that's what it was. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm real fortunate. I think I'm real lucky, man, because shit could have got real hectic. Man. Yeah, you know, cats. You know, you know, sometimes you know, cats didn't let didn't have to let me shoot fair ones and all other stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, uh, some of the times i did get into it with you know the police they 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 either let you break it up but uh, uh, or they'll let you you know stump the shit out of a motherfucker because yeah. he you know that motherfucker's a troublemaker yeah, he violated it's one of those type of things um, you yeah. know but i'm sure if, if, if motherfuckers wanted to smash me they probably could but that wasn't the case most of my altercations were one-on-ones did you and, get um, was there any knife and- play you get was there any knife play well, I had to. I had to. No, not. Uh, well, fortunately, no. I never had to use my sticker, my okay. poker. I never had to use my little, my my makeshift shank.
3: Did you make my, one? My, did you know? Did you learn how to make the little, the little shit, the little knife? Yes.
2: Well were they, they were all given to me. I didn't have the patience to sit there for days and, and, yeah. and sharpen that type of shit. You yeah. talking about making a knife out of a plastic or, or jimmy in your pen, yeah. or something like that. Or a lot of those dudes get those uh, utensils out of the kitchen. Yeah. but it takes up you can make a knife, you know, out of uh, a bunch of uh, plastic uh forks or plastic spoons, mm-hmm. even dig what I'm saying? Or you can use a pencil or you can use a pen. There's a way to use a pen as a a shank. So there was a lot of ways. But I never had the patients do what I always – I had them always given to me. Yeah. Did you have to buy them or they just put you down with them? No. The first thing – first thing, one of the – some – Um, um, I received a little package from um, some guys and everything, and that shit was already my bag of noodles and, Mm -hmm. and zoom zooms and wham whams. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought it was something to write with, but it was actually a fucking knife. In there and it was like when you come out uh, I, when you come out to the yard make sure you had that tucked away i was like real stunned and like wonder what was going on because i was locked up but you know for having weapons now i was told don't come out of the cell unless you read you know because this shit because I, I pulled up in the prison right when they were coming off of a lockdown so it was like this we might have some funk when we get off lockdown and i'm like what the fuck is this man like for real okay yeah. cool all right but yeah. uh yeah it, 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 it was a little bit shocker though it so was, how did it, it how did you tough.
3: do your time bro what did you spend your time doing because you don't strike me as a type yeah. that's just gonna sit on your hands and do nothing you know what i'm saying especially because you like to <laughs> oh man, they, so yeah. did you did you study did you you know what i'm saying brush up on. i did your i studied a lot
2: I, I, I studied a lot i read a lot um I, I i made a lot of music a lot of the stuff that i'm working on even still this to still to this day I'm still going through my archives. I wrote so much music. I doubt if I even have the opportunity to remake all of it. Mm-hmm. And that's how much shit I wrote in there. And it was a music program and some of some of those prisons had music uh music uh programs where mm-hmm. you can go in and you know, they had recording capabilities, they had uh, they had uh, producing capabilities, mm-hmm. you can, you know, instruments all of that stuff uh, to the point to where you could even rock a live band. Yeah. I was involved with a live band. I was in there being rock and roll flesh because they had this whole band that that was assembled and everything. And I would be singing with them mm-hmm. and i would be rapping and singing and shit. i yeah. you know, the first image I got, You know, of course, we did it before, but in prison, I was Mm -hmm. really locked rocking out all the time, Mm -hmm. almost every day, with a live band that was some real stone cold rockers. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying? And we had, and we had that luxury, Mm -hmm. uh, believe it or not. And then I had the luxury of being able to do some recording because we would take our radios and Jimmy them up and turn them into a microphone. They could take the speakers out, flip them a certain way. And use it as a microphone, and we were able to record, do some mm-hmm. recording that way in the cell. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? And, uh, and and I did a lot of that shit. So I, I still I stay productive, mostly doing that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Working out, of course, staying prayed up, spiritual up, and all that. Doing my stuff, mm-hmm. and, and uh, and uh, and uh, trying to stay out the way. Yeah. Really trying to stay out the way and make it day by day. But that, uh, but you could not escape those altercations where sometimes. Somebody's going to test you mm-hmm. riots jump off man all types of shit everything and some that can't happen does mm-hmm. go down there man you just got to be on your toes yeah yeah and willing and, a, and, and uh, guard yourself and guard your grill so let me ask For you real. this
3: let me ask you this uh stack so you in this motherfucker you know uh bone still going but your brothers are having problems you know, because this is where kind of some of the, the the infighting is leaking out now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right. What are you like? You know what I'm saying? What are you thinking? What is your, your thought process? And how are you feeling? Because you watching the shit. They trying to keep it together. But during that time, yeah. it's a struggle. You know, busy going through right. what he going through. They fighting. You know, how right. did you deal with that? Were you trying to I mean, because you got yeah. your own struggle, obviously. But were you right. trying to
2: mediate even from behind the wall? Oh, yeah, I was definitely trying to mediate. Um, to a certain degree behind the wall. And my main thing, and it did ultimately end up being able to um, the guys being able to handle things and hold things together, even with being um, on, on a different page or whatnot. But the fellas was able to be able um, lay Craig. And Wish was able to hold the group together enough yeah. to be able to win uh, an American Music Award yeah. right there. I think it was 19, I mean, 2007, 2006 or 2007. Yeah, that was Strength, strength and Loyalty. And loyalty. That's yeah. mm-hmm. So they were able to hold that together enough to be able to do that. And then they also made a movie called Strength and Loyalty that featured Nipsey Hustle, Rest in peace was yep. uh, featured in that movie and everything. And they did that 2007. Mm-hmm. And then I got out in 2008. But my main thing, what I was speaking to the brothers, I used to try to tell them Mm -hmm. no matter at all costs, you guys got to hold it together. We got we still got uh, 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 a lot of longevity. We still have a legacy that we need to protect and we need to be able to build from, um, you know, because this prison situation is going to be post-prison. There's going to be we're going to look back at this and we're going to have an opportunity to all come together again and read and solidify um, our, our legacy with uh uh, uh uh being a pioneers or whatever the innovators uh that we are we're still going to have a, a a career to tend to and that was my main thing trying to motivate best of my ability as mm-hmm. big bro just motivate everybody to stay focused no matter how much y'all fighting out there because when i come home x y and z has to happen we have right. to get together and be seen together and take photos together for one we got to get in the studio for two for three we got to try to pull the shit together try to you know, continue forward with the on for march fourth. so all of those things happen mm-hmm. and here we are still to this day you know even though you know we're comfortable we're all in our own places or whatnot mm-hmm. and then we come together every blue moon to um to record and everything mm-hmm. they were um i wish a, a lot more could have happened yeah it didn't um they did hold it together and um and uh, i like to say that i have some influence in that because yeah. It, it 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 influenced everybody that i was coming home like yeah. wow so yeah I'm coming home and yo we can be a, we can be a voltron again and so, that's what it was so like. let me ask you so, this stack let me ask you this home. stack
3: um yep. so you come home i remember watching the video of you coming home because i think it was on a dvd so i remember they met right. you outside and all of that right so right but right i gotta but room. i gotta ask you bruh you know what i'm saying yeah. you you and cray you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all had yeah. the falling out. And I know this was years ago, so I know it's squashed. Right. But but man, you went so hard on Cray. What was what was that about? Cause I mean you was hot. Well, you
2: know, because you, was hot. you know, because honestly, you know, you know, I expect excellence and and I expect a certain level of excellence. And if God bless you with excellence and uh god bless bless you with uh, with the ability to be able to uh, be so crafted and so gifted that 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 you you know you yourself is a leader and I I I I expect more than the world from you. I expect you to lead by charge by example by being um on a level that you know somebody like nobody has to coach you, nobody has to tell you anything and this is what we are in this day and age, you know, and, you know, I may come down at some point uh, and uh, whatever the case may be, or I may have a, a disagreement with one of my brothers. But my right. main thing is that, look, you cannot come to me and claim to be uh, a, some type of superstar if you don't yourself recognize your ability to, to uh, or what type of uh, uh, responsibilities you shoulder and that you r- r- perfectly execute um, for the sake and the benefit. And if you don't use that, if you don't use that superstar power to benefit a damn yourself, but because you are the superstar, but if you don't use that superstar ability to embrace everything and have everything God put in your life around you to benefit to every aspect of it, then um, you're not really a superstar. Mm-hmm. And I'm here and I'm, I'm glad to be here, to help you recognize your own self-worths if you don't see it yourself. Mm-hmm. And I no matter what, I come down and we can argue, we can fight, we can do whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna benefit you by doing everything in my power to make sure our business that we created together mm-hmm. thrives. And if I feel you slacking in that category, I'm gonna get in your face or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I expect if you're a real superstar, I expect you to bring me superstar business and superstar success and superstar amenities all across the board. If you if you don't, I'm got some problems. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't be you can't be uh, a Method Man or 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 a or a ghost or Ghostface and you're not bringing to the table a RZA, uh, a Method Man, Ghostface, mm-hmm. uh killer, uh, a t- business to the table, and that's and that's my issue. That was your issue with Cray, uh, directly him solely. Bringing, yeah, I think with the, the one, the one particular incident you, that you're talking about was reference to like nigga, you know, put up or shut the fuck up, shit, or get off the pot. It has, it was in reference uh, uh in that category, but that has always been my problem. Yeah, to a certain degree. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying because I know and that, crazy, and that, cause... and that's why when, whenever we fought, whenever yeah. it is, whenever we were caught seen publicly right having a gripe about it was along it was it was along those lines
3: yeah because cray was coming off of the success of uh riding dirty you know what i mean so i know you had had referenced that so i guess what i'm hearing is you felt as if okay my nigga you've been leading the charge or you want to lead the charge you know you got the ball right now you know what i'm saying do right. You know, bring that shit over here to the brothers, you know, bring that whatever juice you got or you think you right. have is what I'm hearing correctly. And let's do this right. shit. You know what I mean? And, and you would, let's do it. You felt like maybe he was being selfish. I'm talking about at that point, because let the record reflect. This was years ago. So I know y'all brothers have squashed it. But I'm saying at that point, you felt like maybe he was being selfish.
2: Well, not, not necessarily selfish. It's it's, it, it, it's a, a, not so much selfish, mm-hmm. but uh, I would say that, like I said, like, like, for example, you build a business, right? And you build or, you know, no matter what it is, it can be a, you know, a, a real estate business mm-hmm. or a restaurant or whatever. You build a business and all of a sudden you just let it crumble or you don't tend to it and, and you don't provide or you don't uh, uh, do, give it. But, it, you know, if you build a business, you have to tend to it.
4: Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know what you, 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 you're, 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 you can neglect, um, your business because they say, you know what I'm saying? You got to have at least two or three or four or five different ways that generate income. Mm-hmm. And I'd be damned if this bag, if this like is neglected, mm-hmm. especially when it has business partners, mm-hmm. flesh and bone got his hands full in a bunch of shit. This bone thug brand situation is a whole nother kitten and deck mm-hmm. that, that that constitutes a five other members of 500 individuals that mm-hmm. has to take care of. It. And if they slacking on it, then I'm going, I'm going to call it out. Right. You dig know what I'm saying? If you create a business, you're supposed to have multiple businesses anyway.
3: Right. For sure.
2: Why not tend to them and make sure they're all help
3: real talk. I so mean, now,
2: that's, it's not, this, it's, it's not to say that I, no, no, there's no, you're not being selfish when you're tending to yourself right. and everything that you're trying to do is as a, as a, as an artist, you want right. to do all types of shit. Right. Right. But at the same time, uh, when you got this stuff over here, that's alive and well and healthy or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And it has so much more potential. Mm-hmm. You might as well tend to that because right. this over here, what we have is bone thug right. feeds pretty much virtually everything else that we're trying to do. Right. It's, you know, right. it's, it's because what we did is the bone brand that I'm able to do what I'm able to do right. um, as a soloist and everything. And I attribute that and I thank the Bone brand for that blessing. For is, sure. You know I mean,
3: saying? I always say I created 10 businesses in case nine of them failed. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and I and I understand. I guess what you're saying is, uh, of course, I'm on the outside looking in. It's not necessarily that Cray did anybody wrong i mean you can't really do somebody wrong if you maybe if you're doing yourself right you know is it it just doing yourself right you know what i mean so exactly so now so y'all squashed that which was good and then i know you and busy had y'all you and busy had some 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 little strife as well right
2: well you know you know it's it's not it's not even about that it's just that Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I'm I am for real, for real, big bro. Yeah. To the point to where all of my big bros, we've always had one on ones, bro. Yeah, For sure. I'm the big bro of the camp. And at some point, at one point, we've all had our brotherly instances for sure. sure. So um, um, there's there's a, a, a whole life span mm-hmm. of incidents where men busy men lay men trade men wish whatever the case may mm-hmm. be we love each other we fight each other we make sure each other we make sure we all good right you dig what i'm saying right. so yes you're right yeah. um yeah yeah we've uh and 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 as a successful band and a successful yeah. family we bump heads all the time
3: absolutely hey listen my mama mm-hmm. used to tell me bro if you don't fall out with your friends they not your real friends you know what i'm right. saying <laughs> so you gonna right. you're gonna bump hey listen me and p I've been, you know, P is one of my best friends, Master P, and right. I've been with him right. since 1995. Me and P have fought. We've actually had right. fights over basketball <laughs> and dumb shit, you know what right. I'm saying? Right. So, right. you know, I understand right. that, you know, and, you know, it's good to see That's that y'all so. were able to to keep that shit together. That shows the bond, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Um, oh, yeah. So, so now... Y'all giddy. After all of that, you get out of prison. Y'all beefing. Y'all trying to struggle. You're keeping it together. Y'all fast forward to the Unify uh, album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You finally back home and it seemed like it was a fresh start. You know what I'm saying? Tell me about mm-hmm. the Unify album because I thought that that was a really great album but it seemed like it didn't get the commercial success as the ones previous, you know, right. but I thought that was a solid album. Right. Why do you think that it didn't go? You know what I'm saying? Was it more the business or maybe just, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it didn't connect, but I, I thought it was a dope album.
2: Well, I, well, look, it may be a little bit of both. It, mm-hmm. it, I, it was definitely, it was uh for us creatively, it was the first time we actually got on a song or a multiple mm-hmm. a variety of songs and was doing you know, instead of verse by verse, we like coming on word for word, word for word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was a growth uh, creatively as a hip hop artist and a hip hop group to be a group that come in with real still sing songy fast rapping and really rap a half a bar, a couple of words a piece. And it was called the diverse, hence the style unified, but we came up with mm-hmm. And And, uh, but the, you know, I, 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 I don't know. It, it probably didn't have a, a an, it's hard to say why it didn't really hit commercially like mm-hmm. how the rest of the projects mm-hmm. did. Um, um, um uh, who knows? You know, yeah. you know, but it, it but it's still one for the history books. It's a yeah. great album. Yeah, meet in, meet, re- meet Me in the Sky. What yeah. was
3: that? that? That was the lead single. That that motherfucker yeah, was dope. I mean, that was my shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, Meet Me in the Sky. Yeah. And us uh, and I would say that it took off slowly. Mm-hmm. It Took off slowly because it's still kind of like snowballing, yeah, in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And so, so is all the other previous uh, uh, releases in our past or whatnot. Yeah. But the Unified album, it, it was still a very impactful mm-hmm. album, yeah, an inspirational album. Songs like Meet Me in the Sky, um, and all of that stuff, like that, yeah. And, so, uh, it was a uh, so i want to i want to come up to i want to come
3: up to kind of uh you know recent shit recent news so what do you feel in this day and age right you know uh busy felt some kind of way lay definitely felt some kind of way in terms of you know generational thing in in hip-hop and rap so you have uh you know you got the older guys that you know, some of them may feel some type of way, feel like they're not getting the respect from the younger guys. Younger guys feel like, you know, they're not getting the respect from the older guys. You know, it's 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 just lack of yeah. communication and it could be lack of respect. What do you think about, you know, when a lot like, you know, with the Migos, that whole thing where they said, mm-hmm. OK, we the best group and being and lay was yeah. like, fuck that. What, is your, what right. is your take, you, as in, you know, flesh? Like, what was mm-hmm. your take on, you know, do you feel like y'all get y'all just in your respect with this new generation? <laughs> you know, do you feel like that?
2: Well, well to a certain degree, um, 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 do I feel if we get our just due from the newer generation? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Because just because you may have one or two that might be not on that level of, you know, having a certain level of respect or paying homage as a, a, one group, back. This group may not give a fuck altogether, but everything I don't knock them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know ultimately um, um, when that whole thing was happening, the case may be I'm like I'm on some generals, mm-hmm. and, and, and I've always looked and uh, looked at everything as a as a as a general and in, in, in a sense as a leader, mm-hmm. and, and and I didn't give two hoots of a hooters that those dudes was going around saying that they're the greatest group, and I was like you know more power to them, and then guess mm-hmm. what I was like. I'm I'm in the background and I'm looking like you know because I've met these dudes on several occasions.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I've I've enjoyed and I've shared stages with these dudes on several on, on, on particular You're talking occasions. Talk about Migos. Yeah, Migos. Yeah, uh-huh. And my whole thing, instead of instead of dissing these dudes, I've always wanted to work with these dudes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, and you know, even when I met him, it was like, whatever, yeah, we gotta get in the lab, we gotta work, and then that's what that's that, those are the only words I've ever had with him, mm-hmm. and then uh, but uh, as far as how all of that other, you know, cats thinking they're great is if you don't think you're the best at what you do, something mm-hmm. is wrong with you. Yeah, I, you know, and 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 me, see, first of all, I'm a G, mm-hmm. I'm a general, mm-hmm. I'm a soldier, I'm, I'm more than that out here. Ain't no way in heck some youngster talking about I'm the greatest gonna get to somebody like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not one inkling of an iota. Mm-hmm. And it don't even have to be no challenge. I don't have to challenge you. I'm not gonna challenge you because I'm too busy being me. Mm-hmm. I'm too, I'm too busy, I'm too busy shining, I'm too busy doing me. I ain't got time to be worried about these youngsters over here mm-hmm. saying that they're the greatest.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, something would be wrong if they didn't feel that way. Mm. First of all, I tip my hat off to him. It's all good. And, uh, dude, dude, it's real. It's just like smashing them lyrically. That's, that's, that, that ain't proving nothing. And let's, let's make some money. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's record a whole album. Right. If you the greatest, I'm the greatest. Okay. Let's record a whole album. Just the matter of fact, let's, 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 let's make sure that we do a bunch of trade-offs and then yeah. let's collaborate. And then let your company uh, uh merge with my company yeah. on a project since you're the greatest. Yeah. Well listen, 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 let's see how listen. That's that's mm. what that's my thinking and, and and, being able to deal with that type of stuff. It yeah. never it never bothered me though. Okay. Yeah, but I support my brothers. It it made it made my brothers angry for yeah. one Yeah. And, and and they didn't even have to smash, it was like overkill. Yeah. They didn't have to do that.
3: Yeah. Well, this is my take on it, brother. I think that, uh, you know, hey, I've always said this, Bone thugs and harmony is the, you know, you guys are the temptations, you know what I'm saying, of rap, of uh, our mm-hmm. generation. Y'all y'all niggas can tour until you're 90, you know what I'm saying, because you have such big timeless hits, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, um, yep, yep. Um, You know, so, I mean, you know, me personally, y'all always have been my top five, you know, uh and mm-hmm. even and you can see the influence of bone thugs and harmony even in my rap career back in the day you know i actually worked with okay. lay i did songs with lay and b you know what i'm saying so i got songs with right them from back in the day but um right you know fast forward into, to now i know you got new music you know what i'm saying what what you got on the books now what you uh what you got you know
2: oh yeah out? just I, I just had a release drop a couple of days ago it's called dedication of very beautiful song. It's a song that's dedicated mm. to all of our loved ones that's passed away, all of them, including the people that struggling with addiction, mm-hmm. struggling with uh, 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 whatever you're dealing with in life, that having a hardship with it. A lot of folks just come out of this whole uh, this pandemic situation mm-hmm. and having a lot of hardship. The song is dedicated to them to be strong, to stay focused, mm-hmm. and to understand that God is with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm expressing my uh, 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 understand and, uh, you know sometimes you you know you go through a lot sometimes God take the songs I've ever created and um, and uh, it's out right now you can go to iTunes Apple Music uh amazon and uh and look at it it's called dedication it has an angel playing a flute on there and it's raining of the graphic it's a very very beautiful graphic and it's a very very beautiful song and i'm just trying to stay busy Court. Yeah. i'm getting ready to follow up in another 30 days with another single i'm going to drop the video to this one in the next couple of days mm-hmm. but this is one of the things that i've been able to do throughout this whole shutdown and everything not being able to travel as much as mm-hmm. i've been focused on recording mm-hmm. and uh, filming i've been working on a television show it's a TV sketch comedy show that i've been working on called fun house and i'm mm-hmm. doing some real creative fun funny hilarious outrageous oh yeah yeah yeah
3: i see you doing the the spanish yeah. character you got a spanish character yeah. that i see you on oh TV yeah doing. we got
2: we got we got it we got all we we got all kind of characters <laughs> yeah the spanish that's that's yeah. one of them though yeah. this 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 sketch comedy tv show is going to be real fun a, a fresh face for comedy uh-huh. and uh you know you know bringing 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 the humility and bringing the yeah. bringing the laugh you know being able to you know poke fun at yeah yeah again. yeah i was surprised I'm, to see I'm, I'm, I'm you do the spanish shit, shit.
3: I, I was surprised to see that you know because uh you know motherfuckers always got stack as the you know the gangster the hard head right and i was like man yeah. look at stack trying to get his comedian on you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> Had on the mustache yeah, yeah, and the hat and yeah. shit i was like look yeah, at stack <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah that's what i'm saying man have fun man yeah it, man something's wrong with the world because the sun, I don't know what happened to the world but they, 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 you're not supposed to have fun anymore yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to laugh anymore yeah. you can't even see your face because I'm supposed I'm not supposed to see you smile I can't even yeah. see you grinning no more but yeah. all of that I'm I'm ripping off the man I'm taking the mask off yeah. I'm bringing comedy back we are kicking ass like that entertainment it's raw it's fresh energy it's energy that's been missing you dig know what I'm mm-hmm. saying I'm bringing that shit 100 percent back mm-hmm. musically and for the visuals like i say, it's a brand new tv show sketch comedy called fun house yeah. man and we haven't and that's what it is we having a bunch of fun bro y'all can check that out but yeah. don't forget dedication mm-hmm. um that's out right now it's yeah. called dedication when you when you riding back to the house i, I want you to pull it up Mm-hmm. I want you to pull it up on your Apple Music or your yeah. iTunes or your Spotify, whatever your choice of streaming or um, um, getting your music from. For um, sure. It's out on all those platforms. So but check it out, man. I want some feedback. Yeah, yeah, me.
3: I'm going to check you out for sure. Uh, so we got a new Bone Thugs album coming. Is that in the works?
2: Well, that's definitely in the works, too. You know, mm-hmm. while we've uh, been busy working on our individual projects, we've been on a phone weekly. Um, weekly uh, conference calls and uh, stuff of that nature uh, to uh, uh, figure out the plan of action to mm-hmm. go ahead and move forward and what's mm-hmm. going to be the platform and stuff like that. And all of that good stuff. Yeah. But uh, um, the new, the new bone thug project is definitely in the works.
3: Okay. Dope. dope. Yeah. We'd be looking for that, bro. You know, I'm still a bone yeah. fan, you know, to this day. So oh, man, you better be back. Come, on, Come man. on, man. Come on. Man. I, I didn't, Come you on, know, I, I that, could, man. you know, I always considered you fam and a brother I work with B and late, LA, you know what I'm saying? That, so you already know. Um yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah. dope, bro So I'ma definitely support everything you got, man. So I mean on this platform, yeah. Stack, I appreciate you coming. I ain't gonna keep you no longer, man. You know, on the Holding Court podcast, man. bro I love I, man. I, I, I wanna give you your flowers. I just like to, you know, give people their flowers while they still breathing. While you can still I appreciate, appreciate them and smell them. You know what I'm saying? You, yes. your brothers, your group. Thank you. I mean, you were very instrumental, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and had a hand Thank in you. my career as an artist as well, just with the influence, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, Absolutely. yeah, you know, I watched you guys for, for years, man, and what y'all were able Thank to you, accomplish brother. and you being able to overcome all the adverse, uh, adversity, you being able to, you know, kick addiction, you know, uh come yeah. out of jail yeah. and not be you know have your facilities and your mind still about you <laughs> and being able to be a productive citizen i know you you know you got a family yeah. you raising kids and doing all that doing good so yeah. i just want to yeah. give you your flowers my brother and tell you that you know i appreciate thank you you. you know the hip-hop community appreciates you you know what i'm saying keep being great keep doing what you're doing you know what i mean
2: thank you bro yeah i appreciate that 100 bro you're gonna I really appreciate that, man. Yeah. I need those flowers. That's what I'm saying. I said I mentioned that in this dedication song too. You're gonna to really trip when you hear that song after yeah. you, which, after you just said what you just said. Yeah. And you listen to this song, you're gonna see it all come in cohesive. Yeah, like yeah. Because
3: man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I created this platform, bro because I want to normalize mm-hmm. celebrating people while they're here. See, too many times we, okay. you know, we wait till people die. You see with DMX, you mm-hmm. see, then all of a sudden they're, they're the yeah. greatest. Right. All of a sudden everybody want to be the first to post a picture and post, oh man, right. you know, everybody running to that. I want to normalize, yeah. you know, telling people how great they are. You know what I'm saying? And, exactly. and highlighting exactly. what they've accomplished, you know, and, and, you know, your are a testament to, overcoming you know what i mean so yeah, you know absolutely. i just i want to share your story you know what i mean so somebody else that yeah. that's younger could be going through it because i always say man you're never too old to become you know who you want to become you know what i'm saying so you know you keep being you're never, you You're never, never too old never that you know what i mean so uh man i just okay. want to salute you two hand salute you know much love i appreciate you tapping in with me stacking you know we gonna do how we do so you know what i'm saying i
2: appreciate that yeah that's what's up so look man i I need y'all when y'all get to a time time to get to it the treatment for north North coast Coast. yeah and then we (laughs) we're gonna pull the crew in we're gonna pull the sites in and yeah go scouting some sites but uh you said it you called the scout um, you you called it you called it you called it brother.
3: PCH. so this uh the, yeah the uh
2: the uh the script for the north coast uh yeah. let's get that together okay yeah for sure, for I'm, sure. On it, I'm on it
3: yeah <laughs> let's go
2: let's go ken i appreciate, I appreciate it, man. you man, man. What's up, so keep me posted all right
3: all right for sure